Welcome to episode 86 of the Luke Winstall Show. Today's guest is a four-star wide receiver in the class of 2022, top 30 at his position in the country out of Brookwood High School in Snellville, Georgia. Denylon Morissette, thank you for joining me on the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How about you? Doing well. Thank you. Glad to have you on. Glad to be here. Awesome. Yeah, I'm curious for you being a four-star top 30 receiver in the country. Can you walk <laughs> us through your story and what it's been like for you getting to this point? Um, It's been very crazy because my freshman year, I did not play because I broke my wrist. Then my sophomore year, I went to St. Francis in Maryland. Because of Corona, I had to come back down here. And so I'm at Brookwood High School right now. Got you. Okay. Well, playing at Brookwood, you've got a lot of talent around you. What's that environment been like? It, oh, it's amazing. I'm, I'm pretty. I'm used to it because I went to St. Francis, but it's, it, it was very good having to go against them top guys every day in practice. Definitely. Well, in high school at Brookwood, this past season had an incredible game against Tequila. Seemed like a big blow up type of game for you, getting you more known on a national level. So, can you take us through? What's going on in your head in that game and the attention that came after? Man, that game was crazy. I was just, that whole game, I was just, I was exhausted first, but I was excited because I knew all the attention that was going to be coming to me after that game. And I and I got actually two offers during that game. I got Georgia Tech and Arkansas during that game. So I was I was hyped that whole game. And they told me at halftime, so I was hyped. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what goes through your head? You're at halftime. You're trying to make adjustments, and you find out you get two more D1 offers. <laughs> Man, that joke, all right, that made me, That I think that's what turned up my second half. Because I was like, I got two offers. I think I said before before I went out there, I'm going to go stupid, get some more offers. And that's <laughs> what I did. I got like eight offers that weekend. Gosh. Well, what's it like getting about eight offers in a weekend, like you said? I mean, how does that actually work? Man, it was crazy. It's like, as soon as that game was over, Coaches was calling me, texting me, and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. But I enjoyed it, though. I liked it, so. Definitely. Well, in terms of your offers, how many are you at right now? I think I'm at 25. Yeah, 25. Gotcha. And how many of those came during or after that tequila game? I think eight came that weekend, but after, like, that whole game, some of that whole game, it was probably, like, 11 or 10. So that game against Decula is definitely one of the defining points of your high school career right now with the offers coming. Yeah. For those who haven't seen the stat line, a few touchdowns, well over 200 yards. I mean, have you yeah. ever put up numbers like that before in high school? Um, no, sir. That was my first time. That's actually my first 100-yard game, actually. Wow. That was my first time I had 100 over 100 yards in a game. Wow. Okay, well, with your recruitment, a lot of people are favoring you to look at Alabama overall. I mean, what goes into these schools when you've got offers from everybody under the sun? Well, right now it's really who who I can build a best relationship with right now because we can't visit schools and stuff like that. So it's just my, my relationship I build with the coaches, that's the biggest factor in the relationship I have with some of the players that's already at the schools and just and the community, of course. During the pandemic, I know that you're getting a lot of calls, texts, mail, the normal recruiting stuff, but mm-hmm. what kind of creative ways are coaches trying to reach out to you and build a relationship with you? I play Madden with a few coaches. Nice. And I, <laughs> but other than that, that that's, that's really it. I, just, I play Madden with a few coaches, but a lot of them, they just call me whenever. That's good. 
Are you a Madden guy? Oh yeah, of course. That's that's all we did in Maryland. Oh like really? Stayed, yeah, I stayed in the house of like eighteen different people, so eighteen different boys. So that's all we did. We played Madden, bet, put money up on Madden. Wow. Okay. Eighteen <laughs> different boys. I mean, how did that come about? I, uh, you know, it's, you know, in St. Francis, it's a um, it's a dorm school, so we stayed in townhouses. So it was like eighteen to a house, fifteen to eighteen people to a house. Wow. Okay. Were all y'all football guys or athletes? Oh, yeah, all of us were football players. It was a few basketball players in the house beside us, but majority of us were football players. Okay, that man, that has to be a crazy environment to be a part of. Yes, yeah, it's, it's crazy, but it's also, yeah, it's crazy. Just say it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, how good would you say you are at Madden? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm up there. I'm, I was on the top in the house all the time. Okay. You beating these coaches? Oh, no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. I haven't, I haven't lost a Madden game in a minute. Wow. Okay. Okay. Who do you play as? I play with the Chiefs. Chiefs. Okay. Mahomes fan? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. We, hey, we undefeated 2021 right now. There you go. I mean, I guess as a receiver, like, Mahomes <laughs> is everything you look for in a quarterback, isn't he? Yes, sir. Awesome. Yes, sir. Well, can you name a coach that you've beat the worst in Madden? Something you nailed. Let me see. <laughs> coach, I beat the worst in Madden. I forgot. Um, it was a Baylor coach. I forgot his name. No, it was a Baylor guy. It was my it was my first time playing a coach in Madden. I remember that game because I was still in St. Francis. I forgot the name <laughs> of the coach, but it was the Baylor. It was one of the Baylor coaches. Nice. Well, I'm curious about with your recruitment. You grew up playing with Gunnar Stockton. Played with him in middle school, I believe. I've read. So, what's yes, your? Sir. How would you describe your relationship with Gunnar? Um, it's, we have a very we have a very good relationship. We call each other all the time. We text all the time. So we have a very strong relationship with each other. Okay. Well, in the past playing with him, what was the moment for you when you were like, oh, yeah, Gunner can be big time? I think we played – it was SVU. I, I had Chad Mesco and Gunner Stockton on my SVU team. And it was just one game. I think Chad messed up his ankle or something. And we was playing against team, this team called Team Maryland and FU, and Gunner just went stupid that game. I was like, oh, yeah, he's yeah. – like, I always knew he was a top quarterback, but he couldn't show it because he was always on the team with Chad. So, after that game, that's when I realized, like, yeah, Gunner going to be big time. Okay. Yeah, I mean, what do you think makes Gunner a special player? Somebody, you know, with you having grown up and played with him for a long time. Um, I think he's – his arm ability, like he, he can probably throw the whole field. I'm not gonna lie. Like uh-huh. He, he, yeah, he can just, he can, he can sling it. So, and he got, he got all the tools that a receiver wants in a quarterback. Well, with Gunner now headed to UGA, does that change anything in your recruitment? Um, that just, it doesn't change anything, honestly. But it, it boosts UGA up a little more in my recruitment. Now, how much does a school's quarterback situation, when you look at their depth chart, for you as a receiver, how much does that have to do with making a school more or less attractive to you? Well, that has everything to do. To me, honestly, the quarterback that's there or a quarterback's coming in has everything to do with my decision because that's what I'm going to be playing with the next three to four years. So that's, that's a big, that's a huge factor in my decision. Definitely. Well, now that you're back in state playing in Georgia again, you're back in UGA's territory. So has, Gun- has Gunner been trying to recruit you over to UGA? Have they been really pushing oh, hard for you? 
Oh yeah, definitely. He before he committed, he, he already told me he was on committee UGA. So I was just seeing and wait if it was true. But as soon as he committed, he called me after and was like, "Man, I need you to be my receiver at UGA. Come on." <laughs> So I just, hey, I'm going to mess with it. They ain't say nothing. They ain't say I will yet or none of that. I just, uh, I'm going to mess with them. Well, we know we'd be lucky to have you. Recently, <laughs> you released a top seven or so in your recruiting. So how'd you get down to seven and why seven? Um, I was going to drop a top ten, but somebody told me to drop a top seven because my number was seven ah. during the season. So, yeah. and I And I wanted to drop it because... I'm looking to commit soon, so I just had to narrow my list down. Yeah, I was going to ask you. I'm wondering about your timeline for you now. What are you looking at? When specifically would you prefer to commit? It's going to probably be around March or end of March, beginning of April. If not, it's going to be in June. It's going to be before your season for sure, though. And why do you choose that? Why do you want before? I just want to be locked in with whatever school I'm going to. I just want to make sure everything is straight so I can graduate early and all that. So, Okay. Okay, yeah. so you'd be looking to enroll early, it sounds like. Yes, sir. Okay. And why would you want to enroll early? What's the, the positive there for you? Just getting um, a jump on a freshman that's coming during the summer. Definitely. And getting a playbook early, and it, it never hurts the working out early with colleges and all that. So. Okay, well... I'm curious for you. I've seen that you have some family ties to Alabama. What role has your family played in your recruitment? Um, well, my whole family is from Alabama, so it's either Alabama or Auburn. So they have they literally say roll tie all day. So <laughs> <laughs> they know I'm not going to. They know I'm not going to be no worry. So my whole family is just roll tie, roll tie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Overall. What is the most fun part of the recruiting process for you right now? I honestly enjoy when I talk to coaches, like confusing them a little bit, like telling them about the other, how the other schools recruiting me, just seeing how they react to that. That's the best part to me. Because a lot of coaches, they take it as, oh, I, now I got to recruit harder. And they like they just do extra stuff because they think other colleges do extra stuff. Well, I'm sure with you, know, you being a wanted man, a top 247 player in the country. <laughs> A lot of people are after you. Now, when it comes to your game, who do you think you compare to that's in the NCAA or the NFL right now? I honestly, I don't know. I don't I don't try to compare my game to anyone or I don't watch anyone to compare my game. The only like the only stuff I do really I watch I watch other receivers and I just try to take pieces of their game and add to my game. Okay. So I don't I don't compare myself to anyone. Who have you been watching lately? Um I literally like any any receiver. I watch George Pickens all the time. All Alabama receivers. I watched Little USC. Any school that Alabama played, basically. Because I watched all Alabama games. Okay. You know, with your family and your ties to Alabama, I mean, did you grow up a fan? Oh, yeah. I'm, that's my... Well, that's my dream school, but that's not, like, my dream school to go to. That's just, like, my, my favorite school just because my whole family is... Roll tie, so. <laughs> okay. Okay, I was going to say, like, how much does that impact your recruiting? Because I know <laughs> some guys will look at it like a business decision, but I know it's emotional, too. Yeah. I look, I look at it as a business decision, straight up. It's not, like, even when, like, when people interview me and stuff, I always tell them, Alabama's my, that's, I'm a fanboy. When you, whenever you hear me talking about Alabama, that's just the fanboy me talking. Okay. What characteristic would you say that you're most known for? 
on the football field, I think I'm a. If you ask my coaches anything, I think they say I'm a team player first because it's been like a lot of times during the season where I offer to block for somebody or try to get somebody else the ball to block for them. So. I know that's not always common for receivers <laughs> to want to go out and block like that. So what has influenced you or what makes you want to do that? Well, um, going to St. Francis really made me like a blocking blocker because at St. Francis, they don't, we pass the ball a little bit, but we don't pass the ball that much. So that really made me like blocking and wanting to block. So when I came down here, it, it stayed the same way. Gotcha. And I'm willing to do whatever I got to do for the team. So. Okay. Well, off the field, in terms of your personality, what characteristic there would you say that you're most known for? Can I ask somebody real quick that's beside me? Yeah, no problem. Charismatic. Charisma. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Phone a friend. Who have you got there with you? Uh, Mr. Baker right here. Awesome. I can't even hear you. If you had to, this is my last one for you. If you had to sit down and have dinner with somebody for an hour, who would you want to sit down and talk to? Is anybody famous, big time? Probably like Jeff Bezos or something like that, Bill Gates, something like that, yeah. Okay. And why do you say that? I just want to see how, how they got it to where they, where they at. See how they made it. Definitely. Well, Denylon, that's all the questions I had for you. Thank you for your time. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of The Luke Winstall Show. Please be sure to follow on social media at Luke Winstall Show and share it with all your friends. That concludes this episode, but I'll see you back next week with another great guest.